1: This is a CBC podcast.
2: 41 men trapped underground for 17 days, now free.
0: Pharmacare will not become law, breaking a promise to the NDP. This
2: is a very, very serious matter. We're not
1: serious.
0: Let's
3: be serious. I did everything right and they indicted me.
0: Because news Gavin Crawford.
3: Ah, hello, everyone. Hey everybody, I'm Gavin Crawford. Welcome to Because News Canada's funniest news quiz. Staff at Disneyland have apprehended a streaker who ran naked through the ride It's a Small World. It's true, and yet somehow they still can't catch that duck that's been running around the place with no pants on for 68 years. Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel... He is ready to destroy the competition like he was Elon Musk and the competition was his own business. <laughs> Think it through for Chris Siddiqui. Yeah.
1: They indicted me.
3: <laughs> In the middle chair, he is the head writer of Canada's Drag Race, a job that requires writing and reading. <gasps> <laughs> the hilarious Brandon
0: Ash-Muhammad. Yay. Yay, thank you one person who got the reading reference. <laughs> <laughs> Finally,
3: she's so happy Google won't be blocking news in Canada because she's still too upset about Matthew Perry to use Bing. Aww. It's our friend, Ashley Boddy. Yes. I miss him, uh, but
2: Chandler Bing is still alive, so always will be.
3: Chandler Bing. All right, panel, are you ready? Yes. 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 <laughs> then let's begin. Here we go. Yes. Every week, panel, we hear more and more about the housing crisis and who is being affected. But who will spare a thought for the poor real estate agents? Mm. (laughs) Clearly not our audience. TD Bank said this week that housing prices could drop by 10% early (gasps) in the new year. With the market so tight, some real estate agents are having to really go that extra mile. Mm-hmm. Oh. This week, the Toronto Star profiled one realtor offering a surprising extra service. <gasps> Have a listen. <laughs> Ooh.
2: This audience. Mm-hmm.
3: Have a listen to this clip and see if you can guess what this realtor's specialty is.
4: Welcome to my page. My name is Larry and I'm a <laughs> realtor in Toronto. Follow me for tips, knowledge, and home tours, and what it's like being a in the real estate world.
3: Okay, we redacted a word there, panel. What type of realtor is Larry Medina? AI. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It sounded like you said, "I'm the singiest." He sings.
0: That would be this fun. He's a two bedroom. <laughs> the sleuthiest. He's and always he's investigating sh- the houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're kind of in the Ooh. ballpark.
2: Oh, most psycho.
3: Oh, you're very close, Psych- Ashley.
2: Psychic, psychic.
3: You are correct for the point, oh, Ashley Botting. The headline from the Toronto Star is worried about paranormal activity in your new home. Oh, suit. Meet Toronto's only psychic licensed realtor. <laughs> Damn. Yes, that's right. Larry Medina, psychic realtor. If there's something strange for sale in your neighborhood.
0: <laughs> oh, you call. You call. This is a show. Larry
3: Medina. <laughs> yeah. uh, what kind of services do you think Larry,
0: the psychic realtor, provides? Home buyers and sellers. Okay. He'll be able to successfully predict if your house will eventually become a condo. <laughs>
1: he can tell you whether it's on an old burial ground.
3: Chris and he Eekie, for the point. He can tell you if your house is haunted or if there's someone stuck inside so to speak Uh, here's what larry says on his instagram
4: i tune into the energetic quality of all properties and provide my feedback i do property clearance of discordant energy and or transition any souls that are stuck that's a witch yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's witchcraft
3: One marketing expert told the newspaper a certain kind of person may be attracted to Medina's psychic approach. What type of person? People into crystals. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a point for that. Someone with shared values is okay. how they put it. Okay.
2: Shared values. Chris,
3: Yes. I know you're looking in the market for a house right now. You're yeah. looking. Would you want to know whether or not the house you were potentially buying was haunted?
1: If it was a fun haunt, like a Casper the Ghost kind of situation, I'd be like, I'm all up for this. What if it's like a Scooby-Doo type of haunted?
0: Oh, even better. And it's Larry as the ghost. Yeah. When I
2: was a kid, there was a house around the corner from me where someone got murdered. and We called it the murder house. And I always just thought I was like, there's no way anyone's ever going to live there again. Well, people moved in.
3: (laughs) Well, that is my next question. Tell me this. Are real estate agents in Canada legally obliged to let you know if someone has perished in a traumatic way on the property? Ooh. I, I would say no.
2: I'm going to say yes based on the murder house around the corner of my childhood.
3: Chris would be correct. No. Yes. What? No, there is no legal requirement to disclose oh a past death or murder. No. Hence the need for Larry Medina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From time to time, Larry gets calls from people who aren't even planning on selling their house. Have a listen to this clip, once again, from Larry's Instagram.
4: Hey, my lovelies. I got a call from homeowners that are experiencing some spooky s*** sh- in their home. And um, they want me to kind of like tune in and check it out. So I'm just heading over there now and we'll see what comes up.
0: <laughs> I love his <laughs> call.
4: <laughs> Probably <laughs> his clients
3: lovelies. I actually kind of want you to play yeah. Larry Medina. I'm Larry in the Medina. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Remake the Ghostbusters uh-huh. with four gay Ghostbusters. Yeah. That'd be the best. Mm. Who are also
3: interior designers and yeah. in real estate uh. agents. I just keep it extra stereotypical. One's a hairdresser. It's There's like, honey, this weave is haunted. <laughs> Let's do that. It's the haunted. Me, we- it's the haunted yeah. weave. Yeah, we could be that. The, I'll, I'll be the old gay that's like, mm, this weave is haunted,
0: <laughs> girl. Yeah. That's a ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. ghost. That's what it's called, <laughs> girl. That's, that's a ghost. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good
3: girl. That's a good. Uh, so that was the initial post. A little while later, uh, Larry posted an update explaining what exactly came up. It's doing too much in the situation. What do you think, Larry discovered?
2: Oh, let me guess. There were ghosts, uh,
3: honey. It was a poltergeist. <laughs> Here is what happened when Larry Medina entered the house.
4: Hey guys, I have a quick little update. So I ended up doing a tune in to the situation and right away when I walked in, I could feel um, the presence of a little girl and she at that moment was playing hide and seek up at the closet. Oh my god. Oh, so she was in the closet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope he helped her come out. Yeah. Medina yeah.
2: just like outing every ghost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's like this little girl girl she's like, a yeah. lesbian. It wasn't a ghost, yeah, a ghost? it was, it was the adult just adult. their oh lesbian
3: daughter. <laughs> yeah. Needed help coming out and of the this closet. The lesbian
2: was in the closet. Uh, Finally out.
3: The Instagram goes on, but apparently it was the spirit of a little girl who was having some trouble <laughs> crossing over. Uh, so Larry helps send her on her way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you think, panel?
0: Are you buying what Larry is selling? I am buying it 100% Sell me a house, Larry I'm buying the rights to that (laughs) I'm adapting that Girl, it's a ghost Girl, it's a ghost ghost. ghost. It's going to be a whole series Sis, that's a zombie (laughs) Do you believe in ghosts? Would you get a psychic to check your house for ghosts? I'm already psychic I don't need that I I do believe in ghosts. My grandmother's house was kind of haunted for a little bit. Yeah, like one time I was in the living room and I was sleeping. And then all of a sudden I woke up and there was like this like thing dragging across like a finger. And then I saw like the blanket go like down like this, like something was dragging it. And then I went upstairs. Girl. Girl. It was ghosts.
4: Because news. Canada's news quiz.
3: I'm Gavin Crawford. This is Because News. This week I'm joined by panelists Chris Siddiqui, Brandon Ashbaum, and Ashley Botting. Yay! All right, tuck yourselves in, panel, and get ready for Because News story time. <gasps> oh. I want you to listen closely to this excerpt from Alice in Wonderland and be ready for questions. In that direction, said the Cheshire Cat, lives a medicine hatter. And in that direction lives a march for freedom, Hare. Visit either if you like. They're both quite mad. But I don't want to go among mad people, Alice remarked. Oh, you can't help that. We're all mad here. You're mad? How do you know I'm mad? said Alice. You must be, said the cat, or you wouldn't have come
4: here. Whoa.
1: <clears throat> Whoa. I got goosebumps, Gav.
2: That was ethereal, Gavin Crawford.
3: <laughs> All right, there's your story panel. According to this week's headlines, Where Has Alice Gone?, but everyone is very mad.
1: Well, you mm. said medicine hat. So somewhere around there.
2: In uh, medicine hat, everyone's really mad because she went to a private clinic. <laughs>
0: hmm. What's what, what border is medicine hat? Alberta. Canada. Chris
3: Siddiqui for oh. the point. The Toronto Star headline reads, Canada is hitting new levels of rage, poll finds. The polling firm Polara analyzed the sentiments of 3,000 Canadians to create what it calls the Rage Index. And surprise, surprise, Canadians are ragier than ever. 57% of us are measurably angry, up one percentage from September. (laughs) What is driving this spike in anger? Just like
2: not being able to pay for anything. (laughs)
3: Correct for a point.
1: Oh, oh, man. Uh,
3: one of yeah. them, one of the big factors is the Canadian economy is raging people out. There is another thing that is driving a spike in Canadians' anger. What is that? Politics? Stuff on the news. You are correct, Brandon ash Mohammed. <laughs> the news in general. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> Young people aged 18 to 34 reserved most of their venom for one issue in particular. What are the youths? So upset about
2: they couldn't get Tay Tay tickets.
3: Oh, Taylor Swift tickets. That's a good guess. It is housing prices, cost of living. Yeah, Yeah, housing prices. Yeah. Are
1: you angry? Do you feel mad these days? I don't know if mad is the feeling, or if it's just an endless hopelessness, or a a sweet, quiet sadness (laughs) as I wake up in the morning and go, ah, this again.
2: I I am mad that we are so divided ideologically. The fact that just because you, I assume that if you believe in one thing, then you must believe in all the other things that are part of that ideology. We actually forget that we are human beings when we are in front of one another and that we can talk to people civilly. That's what actually makes me mad. And I couldn't get Tay-Tay tickets.
3: <laughs> the Rage Index found Quebec to be the least angry province, as only 50% of Quebecers expressed anger over the political and economic climate. By contrast, what is the most furious province?
2: I think it's got to be Saskatchewan, because everyone's like, our parents could have lived anywhere.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I bet you something weird like PEI or something. Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's they're renaming it to Piss Edward Island. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) all this salty air.
3: (laughs) We're so mad. Potato. The
2: Albertans Uh, are kind of mad these days.
3: You will get the point for that. The National Post headline reads: Alberta is Canada's angriest province. Quebec, the least. Poll finds. Uh Six out of ten Albertans expressed anger over something Premier Daniel Smith is considering. What is Danielle Smith doing that has Albertans very
1: upset? Well, she wants to keep the one ring of power, and they're all telling her, throw it into the fire. (laughs) And she's like, no.
2: So she is invoking that sovereignty act that they voted into legislation, I think, last year. So she's like using it now.
3: The Sovereignty Act she did invoke, but that was after the Rage Index was oh, damn. released. Uh, oh. the, the thing that really had Albertans up in arms was that she wants to pull Alberta out of the Canada Pension Plan.
1: Oh, yeah, Whoa. she's been at that for a while. Yes.
3: Whoa. And apparently, See six out back. of ten Albertans are very angry about that plan. But, Ashley, uh, you were correct as well. The CBC Edmonton headline reads Alberta invokes Sovereignty Act over federal clean electricity regulations. Yeah. Ottawa's forced the province to green their electricity grid by 2035, Smith says that deadline is too early for Alberta. Here is how Daniel Smith put it.
4: We hope that the federal government backs down. I've, I've told them this right from the very beginning. I said, why are you doing this? You're just putting us in a collision course where we'll be fighting with each other for months. Why don't we just work together on a 2050 target? Yes. Why are you doing this, Justin? Why?
3: She reminds me a little bit of Kathy Bates from Misery. Oh, yeah. Where she's just like, he didn't get out of the cock a car! <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you dirty bird. Why are you doing this? Put this plank of wood between
1: your heels, Justin. Yeah. Uh.
3: I mean, to be fair to Daniel Smith, she does have a solid point because Alberta's grid is pretty much all natural gas and fossil fuels. They don't have a uh, large wind, solar, or hydro, which is a big thing. And so. she's
2: worried about investment. Like she's thinking that people won't want to invest in Alberta if this is coming down the pipe, you know. Well, they also have to
3: make sure that there's enough actual electricity generated to support the people of the province. Yeah.
2: Okay, you're from Alberta. We get it. We get it. No, I'm just
3: saying, like you know, she's not entirely wrong. But but, you know, 2050 is a long way off. To wait till 2050, there might not be one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) There's good news bad news
2: and there's because news die. hi I'm Jesse Cruikshank
3: Cruikshank
2: I host the number one comedy podcast called phone a friend
3: girl. Let's phone a friend.
2: Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show.
4: It's your show, girl.
2: New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough.
3: It is holiday movie season panel, and there's a film opening this weekend all about an icon. In the trailer, this person is referred to as an unstoppable
0: force. Which unstoppable force is getting a big screen release on Friday? Well, she's an icon. She's a legend, and she is the moment. Everyone knows it's the iconic Anne of Green Gables. Oh, Wow! Her new movie Anne with the G and the G Gan. And the G is a gun. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of would watch yeah. I know one of you knows okay. The actual correct answer Fine. Okay, Brandon. I, do. Uh, I guess uh, it's
0: Beyonce it's so,
3: uh, You would guess Correctly, the headline from Los Angeles Times reads, Renaissance, a film By Beyonce delivers a concert Experience and the sweat Behind it Ooh, I wow. love like the sweat behind it the movie is a big screen version of Beyonce's Monster Renaissance concert tour, along with behind the scenes footage. Ooh. Mm. According to the New York
0: Times, why are so many people thirsting to see this movie? I think it's because Beyonce reveals the identity of the real father of her children oh. John Travolta.
2: Oh my <laughs> Or well, maybe it's because they couldn't get tickets to see her. And so this is the it, next best thing.
3: They say it's because Beyonce is one of our most private superstars and has given no interviews for the last 10 years.
0: Oh, I guess that's true. Okay. Yeah, do you know. remember the last interview she did? No. no. It was on The View. And then Whoopi was just like, and you're Beyonce. And she was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank
3: you. Thank you. I do you remember that. The tour earned $785 million this summer But apparently that was not enough Tickets are a minimum $10 more Than a regular cinema ticket price
2: Really? What? Really? Oh, what?
3: <laughs> you don't think they should be more expensive than a regular movie? No
2: You know what though? People are going to pay it They will pay it
3: The Taylor
1: Swift movie was more expensive than a regular oh, ticket wow. as well That wasn't a movie There was no plot or story She was just on stage singing
2: Every song is a story Chris
1: uh, Oh
3: that's yeah. true there was that whole plot about how she invented the atom bomb. <laughs> Maybe I was in the wrong theater. Yeah. <laughs> Swiftenheimer? Yeah, Swiftenheimer. Swiftenheimer. Audiences are expected to do something when Beyonce performs the song Energy. What are people in the theater expected to do during Energy?
2: I want to say just like make out ferociously, but I think the real answer is dance.
3: The real answer is not dance. Huh. Oh. So? They
0: are supposed to mute. You are correct for the point. What? There's a whole part of the song where it's like, everybody on mute. And then you have to be silent. And then the music comes back. And then there's like a whole challenge for it.
3: Yeah, it's called the mute challenge. And yeah, Beyonce says everybody on mute. And then everyone goes silent. Who do you guys
1: think would win? Everyone who loves Taylor Swift or everyone who loves Beyonce? If all the Taylor Swift fans and all the
0: Beyonce fans head to head, who would win? I think the Taylor Swift fans. I feel like the Taylor Swift fans are more rapid.
2: Yeah, yeah. but the Rabid. Beyonce fans are yeah. fierce. They're yeah. such a fierce. Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, here's a clip from the trailer for Renaissance.
4: <laughs> I have nothing to prove to anyone at this point. Baby, can I take you? We are creating
1: our own world. Like Avatar.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, panel, Renaissance isn't the only holiday movie about an unstoppable force that is garnering surprisingly good reviews. Whose hotly anticipated biopic is being hailed as, quote, a super charming delight.
1: I believe it is Andrew Tate, and he's being <laughs> being motion captured by Andy Circus. And they're just using the model of Gollum. Uh, it is not Andrew Tate. Hmm.
2: I think it might be It's a Wonderful Knife, the Gordon Ramsay story.
1: <laughs>
3: Amazing.
1: <laughs> is it the Wonka movie where Timothée Chalamet pays a handsomer, unfunny um, yeah. G yeah. Wilder? You are correct for the Why, point, really? Chris Sadighi,
3: <laughs> Yes, it is the Wonka movie. The variety headline reads, First reactions praise Timothée Chalamet <laughs> as infinitely charming, intoxicating, and pitch-perfect. Ooh, yeah, really?
2: I buy it. I Ooh. think he's. I think he's a Vonderkind. I love him. The I reviews
3: are coming in, and they are surprisingly good. Wonka prominently features the little green-haired, orange-faced Oompa Loompas. For a point, what surprising actor was
0: cast as the OG Oompa Loompa in Wonka? I know this, mm, Tony Collette. Mm. <laughs> what yeah. can oh, she play? She can do everything. She can do everything. She can do
1: everything. Yes. Mm. No, I know who it is. It's Hugh Grant. You are correct. It is Hugh Grant. Weird. I
2: saw him being interviewed, and he was like, well, this is the roles I get now. It's just this, and bookkeepers, and perverts. (laughs) He's like, so I just say yes.
3: Yeah, he just uh, seems like he's having a great time and does not care. Here's a clip of Hugh Grant from the trailer. I will have you know that I am
0: a perfectly respectable size for an oompa
1: Oh, I don't think I want to hear that.
0: Too late. I started dancing now.
3: Once we've started, we can't stop. I
2: just want to say to people, if they're like, I'd rather you not do that, I'm like, too late. I'm started dancing now. <laughs> so I just dance. Just dance. Once I've started,
3: I can't stop. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Grant did face some backlash for his role in the film. What was he criticized for? Orange face. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. He took a role from actual yeah. orange yeah, people. Actual
1: orange Oompa loompas. The people I mean, of
3: Florida. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: There's actors in Florida and one ex president yeah, who could have he, easily played yeah, that role. Sure. <laughs> Some felt they should have cast an actor with dwarfism to play the Oompa Loompa yes. instead of Hugh Grant.
2: Valid.
1: Mm-hmm, that's yeah, Valid
2: enough. point. Yeah.
1: That's what I, they did with the OG one, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. They were all little people. Why did we need Hugh Grant? <laughs> Who asked for that Why do we also need another Willy Wonka movie Like enough of yeah. this man We got that weird one from Tim Burton That was like that's too far Tim Burton right? <laughs> Richard or Richard Pryor Gene Wilder hey
0: Richard Pryor, yeah. Richard Pryor?
1: <laughs> That's Rich a different type of chocolate soul. factory
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying Y'all know Wow <laughs>
3: This week on the panel, we've got Ashley Botting, Brandon ash Mohammed, and Chris Siddiqui. Whoa. Chris's new show is called I Woke Up a Vampire. It is on Netflix now. <laughs> All right, panel, uh, let's start this round with an altered lyric. Okay. Okay. Have a listen to this MGM classic, and be ready to quiz. You're chewing in my ear, just chewing in my ear. I'm here trying to focus, and is all that I hear. It lives in my brain. And drives me insane. All that crunching and chomping in my ear.
2: Wow. I want to swing around a lamppost.
3: <laughs> yeah, I like that. There are your altered lyrics. A brand new invention is finally bringing peace to people fed up with the sounds of other people chewing. What breakthrough is bringing peace to headset wearers across the nation?
2: It's like a crossbow. where You can just fire a wire and wire someone's jaw shut across the room or right beside you.
3: It is not a violent jaw-wiring crossbow,
0: but that is a wonderful guess. Okay, is it like headphones that double as like electroshock therapy, so that you like forget that that annoys you? <laughs> Chris, I can only get it's like a bane mask that you have to like <laughs> open up. And be like. Uh, I'm eating a cheeseburger.
1: <laughs> the
3: headline reads: New crunch cancellation software has been developed to remove the sound of munching while wearing a headset. What? When you crunch into your headset, it is filtered out to everyone else in the game. It is aimed at a particular group. Can you guess which group it's aimed at? Um, yeah gamers. Yeah, yes, that it is.
1: Thank you audience.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I see because all those pigs that have <laughs> microphones in front of their mouths and they're shoving snacks in front of their mouth. I see. Yes, the product is targeted at gamers
3: who hate hearing other gamers chewing in their ear while they're playing.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. Do you, do you find that annoying, Chris? 100%.
2: It doesn't bother me like at all.
3: Yeah, it doesn't
1: bother me. Either. Seeing
2: people chew or hearing them yeah. chew or seeing them eat on the subway. Yeah. I love like, it,
1: actually. I prefer when people, I'm like, closer, please. <laughs> yeah. But for gamers, when you're wearing a gaming
3: headset and you're talking to friends and playing games, lots of like, you know, I play games sometimes with my nephew and we will be like chatting. And then, yeah. like, if you're, if there's crunching in, it can be very annoying. Oh, really? 86% of gamers said they snack while gaming online, and apparently Mm. one in five gamers said the sound of other people snacking makes them just want to do what?
2: Fire a crossbow across the internet.
0: (laughs) Lose
3: the game. (laughs) One in five said when they hear people crunching, it just makes them want to log off. Yeah, it's true.
2: If if one in five is annoyed, what about the four who love it?
3: (laughs) Well, then there's an OnlyFans for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) ASMR. Yeah. yeah.
3: For a further point, can you guess what snack company developed the innovative crunch cancellation software?
1: Hmm. Oh, it's going to be like a chip company. Those are the those are the crunchiest guys. Like Doritos or Mrs. Vicky's. Lays. Doritos for the point. Chris Siddiqui.
3: Whoa. The technology is called Doritos Silent. Okay. And it's free. Can you guess the tagline for Doritos Silent? Shh. (laughs) Yum. It is not shh yum. (laughs) Doritos Silent,
2: just ignore us.
3: It is Game On Crunch Off actually not bad. Here's a clip from the Doritos silent commercial.
1: The world's first AI augmented snack, Doritos silent. Game on,
3: crunch off, download now. That's right. The world's first AI augmented snack. (laughs) (laughs) How does the AI augmented snack system work?
1: Well, the AI listens for a crunch that's above a decimal point and goes... Remove crunch and then it removes the crunch. You're
3: sort of correct
1: yeah. for the point, okay. Chris.
3: It's software it that you download and it runs in the background while you're speaking and it just removes the crunch noises.
1: They did yeah. the same thing. This is actually the Peter Jackson. Did you guys watch that like, Beatles documentary that oh, came I out a couple it. years ago? That was amazing. So Peter Jackson did the same thing. He created a technology because all that footage and audio stuff from the Beatles was all crackly and terrible. And it was able to cut out all the crackliness and make the most clear sound.
3: Okay, Well, Yeah, this is all thanks to the fact that while John Lennon was recording that demo, he was eating Doritos the <laughs> entire time Imagine
1: all the i <laughs>
3: Panel, sticking with the technology news, Anna Indiana is a new recording artist and she launched her first single on X this week Have a listen to Anna's first single and tell me, if you can, what had the X crowd up in arms?
2: Hello world My name is Anna Indiana, and I'm so excited to share my music with you. Here's my first song, Betrayed by This Town. Betrayed by this town. Let's tear it all down. We're all just destined to fall. I've lost it all. Someone should teach that girl about phrasing.
3: For the point, what unsettled listeners about that song? Is not a song or a
1: manifest, though? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like the new, like, Rebecca Black. Oh. Remember, it's Friday, and yeah. now it's this, so whoever
3: it is. that is,
0: this
2: time. I mean, it doesn't sound real.
3: You are correct. It is oh. not real at all. It is neither written
0: nor performed by a real person. Oh. So that's like A.I.'s answer to Hannah Montana. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: As Anna Indiana herself puts it.
2: As an AI singer-songwriter, everything from the key, tempo, chord progression, melody notes, rhythm, lyrics, and my image and singing (laughs) is auto-generated using AI.
3: Wow. The headline from Music Radar reads, AI-generated debut singles suggests AI poses less of a threat than we thought. (laughs) (laughs) According to Anna itself, though she's not there yet, she has an ultimate goal. (laughs) <laughs> what is Anna Indiana's ultimate goal?
1: <laughs> it's to take over Skynet, go back in time and kill John Connor.
2: She wants to go to New York and be a big star on broadband.
0: <laughs> nice I don't know, she wants to make music for her people You know, the toasters, the <laughs> microwaves yes, sure. Watches. Here's the
3: answer Quote, my ultimate goal is to create and perform new original music On a 24-7 live stream With zero humans in the loop <laughs> Listen, Man. when an AI says their ultimate goal is zero humans in the loop I'm sure there's nothing at all to be afraid of. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Panel, somehow we have reached the end of another exciting episode of Because News. Our champion this week is Chris Siddiqui. Congratulations, Chris. I'm happy for you. You are the champion, and you have the honor of reading our credits. I am Gavin Crawford, congratulating 2023 on officially becoming the hottest year on record. At least until 2024, 25, 26, 27. You get the idea. We'll see you next week. Why? Because you. Thank you so much for joining us here in the studio. Give it up for Chris Siddiqui, Brandon ash
1: Canada. It is your king, Chris Siddiqui, and I am the winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up, Ashley Bodding and Brandon ash Mohammed. Because News is written and produced by Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Gavin Crawford, Phil Lung, and Jess Klimowski. This week, they had help from Craig Lausanne and John Blair. Rounding out the team, we got Aaron Conway, we got Bronwyn Page, we got Chris Lyons, and we got our recording engineer,
4: Paul Ha.